Welcome to Pastors Podcast One-on-One. This is kind of a special edition bonus episode. Keith, you're part of a bonus episode. Let's go. That's how it works. Let's go. This is actually where we get to sit down as part of season four and just ask one-on-one questions with the co-hosts that are with us for this season. Excited to be able to sit down. You've already heard from Keith as a co-host of one of the episodes, but Keith, real quick, how long have you been senior pastoring? Uh, 33 years. And where are you currently senior pastor? Currently, we reside in the Rose City of Portland on the east side in a city called Gresham, just a suburb, just literally, you wouldn't even see it on a map, just boom, right right across the road. So I'm assuming your loyalty then as somebody who's believing God for that city to be saved would mean that you're a Blazers fan. Is that right? Um, Because that's what normal pastors would do. I hear hear what you, I know where you're going with this and you sound really spiritual. (laughs) No, I I am not that, trying yeah. to be all things to all men in that <laughs> oh, regard. Dear Lord. Laker fan all the oh, way. Let's go. Dear Lord. Let's just move on from that. I'm going to ask you <laughs> some really quick, quick, rapid questions. Okay. Um, we're just going to take a few minutes right now, but just a chance for people that uh, to kind of be able to go a little bit deeper with the sure. co-host when we the thing. So here we go. You ready? Here's the question. Let's do it. One, uh, what do you love most about pastoring? What I love most is when I see someone discover the gospel and how much God loves them. So that's that's one. Obviously, that's the greatest miracle, right, is when someone is regenerated. They come to a saving knowledge of Christ. They've been drawn in. That part of it never gets old for me. And I think maybe because I see myself. I remember um, I was at a pastor's conference years ago, and the guy was saying, I always, my secret weapon in ministry is I always see myself somewhat in the faces of those that are coming to a saving knowledge of Christ. So in that way, I love that moment. I love everything about the altar. I love everything about seeing people come to that moment. And then conversely, equally as powerful, I love when people discover that God wants to use their story in this meta narrative that he's writing and they get plugged in to what God is doing on mission. And those two things, bar none, are by far my favorite things in ministry. I love it. Here's the next question. The opposite. What irritates you the most about pastoring? Oh man, you went there really quick. Um, go ahead. All your all your people all all, all your people are listening that go to your church. Yeah, <laughs> tell them tell them what irritates you the most. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I I think one of the things. I mean, come on, man. There's more than one thing that irritates me, but I think one of the things that irritates me is. Our approach, it, it may be of late, maybe over the last 10 years or so, our approach to those that are far from God as a collective, sometimes I feel as though, and you can see this through posts, through tweets, through different things from Christians, well-meaning maybe, but really ill-advised, um, where as though they're looking at something in the culture or something someone in the culture is doing that doesn't know Jesus, not empowered by the Spirit, not awakened to the reality of God at all, and yet the church or Christians will bang on them as if they're empowered by the Holy Spirit to live for God, to produce the fruit of the Spirit in whatever they're doing. And I just think that's just so ill. That's a bad testimony for us because even the world then begins to look back at us and say, I thought you guys were the love people. I thought you guys cared about people. And I'm like, man, we're, we're so... Um, ready man cancel culture in that regard is filtered into the yeah. church so that that really tweaks me well first of all you didn't really answer my question so i'm going to reword this question wow because, because you just answered what irritates you about ministry right okay. now. okay 
You want to know what, what irritates me about my church? No, 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 you're no, trying to no, get me no, fired. your role. No, I'm saying this. No, your role. What I'm saying, what do you love most about pastoring? What do you love least about pastoring? Uh-oh. Like, what about pastoring do you actually not love? It's more my question. And you actually, I, you skipped ahead on the question there okay. with what concerns you right you're now. Right, but. You're right. Okay. So here's what I least enjoy in the role. I don't enjoy pastoral counseling. There you I don't, go. I don't enjoy meeting every Tuesday to have the conversation. I'm just not, I'm fortunate for me. I've got some wonderful pastors around sure. me. So, but early on doing that repeated, I mean, it just might as well take me out back and shoot me. Yeah. I just, I'm toast after yeah. two or three of those. All right, there we go. Now you answer my question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, here's what I was going to ask you. May, we, we may skip over this one. Okay. I was going to say the number one thing that concerns you the yeah, most about, yeah. I would say, the American church right now, if we could just stay oh. in that realm. But, but, but you can stay okay. in that because you already answered it, kind of. Well, you answered one of it. Okay, the, so I'm going to ask the number one concern, then I'm going to ask the number one thing you're encouraged about. All right, so. The number one thing I'm concerned about is what, I've, what I view personally as this hijacking of the gospel by political agendas. Yeah. And and so when the gospel gets taken captive, as if the gospel doesn't critique both parties, by the way, sure. every form of government. Um, and so that really challenges me because if you're left, right, wherever you are, and then the church leans somewhere in either direction, then it means alienating a population and losing an ability to win them because they then become the enemy. Because it's not just that we disagree, it's that we, when we disagree and the gospel's held captive, we literally vilify the other, the other yeah. who is opposed to us. And so that's, that's discouraging, that's hurtful, and not productive for the church. What's the number one thing you're most encouraged about in young the pe- church? Young people. Our young people. I mean, I I know that, you know, a lot goes on with the generational wars, one generation attacking the other. But um, what we're seeing in the outpouring that's happened in Asbury, I mean, um, and what I get to see literally around the country and around the world is young people are hungering and thirsting after something more. All of the gods of this world have left them. The false idols of this world have left them empty. COVID toppled every every world idol. And it's left them with a void. And we uniquely have what they need. And so I'm encouraged by the fire, the fervency, the hunger that we're seeing in young people. And indeed, they can lead us back. I love it. Tell me something your church is really good at. We're good at loving people where they are. Our our church, I didn't create, by the way, I'm stewarding something that is embedded in the DNA of that church probably over the last 60 years. So I'm one of three pastors that have pastored this church. And one of them, Jerry Cook, he wrote a book called Love, Acceptance, and Forgiveness. And um, he just exuded the grace and compassion of God. That lives in the bones of our church. That's awesome, yeah. So when you walk in the building, routinely people walk in the building, they, they'll sitting, they're sitting down in the presence of the Lord and they'll, they'll weep or they'll cry or I'll see acts of kindness, just random people. You know, you got, you got the greeters, but then no, it's just random people just deputized by the spirit going around loving, caring for one another, the body doing ministry. I love it. it. And, and that lives in the life of our church. And I love it. Biggest leadership lesson you've learned in the past season. Empower and trust others. Um, I mean, honestly, think about it. We, we, we were video. We were no people in the building. Yeah. Um, our church, we had to learn 
to really empower people that that gave them opportunities that they otherwise wouldn't have sure to have significant ministry and significant roles and so i empowering and i think for me because i come from where i come from my origin my childhood story trust and entrusting has been difficult but you know like i know there's no way to lead a large church without an empowered culture yeah yeah and so um, that's what we've had to do and leaning into that even more and seeing people rise to that so. I love it. Well, Keith, listen, you're our first ever one-on-one pastors podcast uh, bonus episode. The first. I mean, there's some there's some high marks in life, but this Let's has go. to be up there somehow. This right? is like a high, high <laughs> honor in my life. Well, man, listen, we're just so grateful to be running with you, and yeah. just so I'm encouraged by your heart for pastors, leaders, anybody in the trenches. Right. So, I appreciate you jumping in and being one of the co-hosts for season yeah, four. It's fun. Love it. Come love on, it. Let's, Let's do, do it, it again. Yeah, All yeah. right.